Your top stories on Blitz this hour. All the action from the Premier League. Wins for New Zealand and England in the Vitality Netball Nations Cup. We bring you the latest from the Australian Open. The Bulls name their squad for the coming Super Rugby season. And Justin Rose ready to defend his Farmers Insurance Open title. Seven-time and defending champion Novak Djokovic booked his spot in the Australian Open third round after a comfortable straight sets win. The Serb coped with windy conditions more effectively than his Japanese wildcard opponent, Tatsuma Ito, who he defeated 6-1, 6-4 and 6-2. I guess you're going to be challenged on, on different levels, not just by your opponent, but also by the conditions. And that's okay, you know, I accepted it. I, I came into the match and played extremely well at the beginning, you know, got, got five love up lead after, you know, uh, 15 minutes. So I'm just overall pleased with the performance. Reigning women's champion Naomi Osaka continued the defense of her title when she saw off Sasai Zheng in the second round. The Japanese third seed won in straight sets 6-2 and 6-4 inside Margaret Court Arena and could later joke about her frustrations against the unseeded Chinese player. I mean, my racket just magically flew out of my hand. I couldn't control it. I think that's how I dealt with my frustration. It was a bit childish. I just want to play one match without throwing my racket or kicking it. That's all I want. Um, but yeah, it's really tough because you start thinking like, she's not hitting winners. You're the one making all the errors. And you try to tell yourself not to make that many errors, but you have to go for those balls. So. It's like you're walking a very fine line between um, like being very aggressive or attempting to push, but that's her game, so it's, it's very hard. Osaka's next opponent is teenage star Corey Goff, who came from a set down to defeat Romanian Sorana Kirstia. Goff and Osaka have met once before when the third seed dumped the teenager out of the US Open last year. I think I'll be less nervous this time. I think U.S. Open, I was nervous. It was my first time on Ash. Um, and, I, I mean, we're both familiar with each other's games. She plays really aggressive, so this time coming in, I'm just going to try to be more aggressive. Having reached the final eight last year, her best singles result at her home Grand Slam, Ashley Barty this year came into the Australian Open as the world number one. And should she continue her form, could well improve on her quarterfinal run. It's just more opportunities. It's it's more experience, more more learnings, um, more everything from from every time that uh, I'm kind of thrown into a new situation. And um, I sub, I mean, it's going to be no different for whoever my next opponent is. It may be a first for them, um, but they'll they'll be ready. They'll learn from it. They'll um, you know enjoy it, experience it, everything um, that you need to do to kind of be out there. So I think for me, it's it's about doing what I do best, regardless of whether it's a first round, a third round, or a final. It doesn't doesn't really matter um, for me what round it is. I'm, I'm still going out there trying to do trying to do the same thing essentially the Vodacom Bulls have named their 40-man squad that will do duty in the 2020 Vodacom Super Rugby Tournament the squad which features a blend of youth and experience features 22 forwards and 18 backs with Berger Udendal named as the captain while the Loftus faithful eagerly await the return of Mornay Stain to the starting lineup the squad also features Scottish-capped former Lions captain Josh Strauss, Springbok lock Jean-Dre Creer and Namibian hooker Louis van der Weesthuizen. 
The Bulls also welcome the services of Tongan winger Nafi Tuitavaki, who returns to Super Rugby after plying his trade in England. The Bulls get their campaign underway against the South Sea Sharks in Durban in round one. A strong forwards lineup includes the likes of Liesel Koboka, Müller Ace, and Marco van Staden, with youngster Abongile Nonkontwana all set to excite the season. Blitzbox stars Roscoe Speckman and Dylan Sage will again ply their trade in the 15-man game, hoping to add speed to an already dangerous backline, which includes the likes of Cornell Hendricks, Johnny Kortzer, Warwick Halant and Richard Krill. The wait is over as Super Rugby kicks off for the 2020 tournament, with the Blues hosting the Chiefs in Auckland. The first local derby between the South Sea Sharks and the Vodacom Bulls also takes centre stage on the first day's action. The Crusaders will get the defence of their title underway against the Waratahs. You can catch all the action live on your World of Champions. The Blitzbox took time off their busy training schedule to visit the children's ward at the Waikato Hospital in Hamilton ahead of the weekend's New Zealand Sevens. The visit was part of New Zealand Rugby's legacy program and the Blitzbox were only too happy to give up their time. It's been a really humbling afternoon to be able to spend some time with um, some of these children at the Waikato Hospital. Um, you know, like we said to the staff when we were able to you know, interact with them afterwards is that one of our um, vision statements is to inspire hope and there's two kind of ways of doing that and that's you know, obviously our performance on the field and making our country proud. But, um, more importantly for us as a team is, is being able to you know, spend time with, with, with people irrespective of what need they might be in and um, you know, obviously just being able to be with them and, and hopefully be able to give them some kind of hope. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's something very inspiring to do. I think for me personally, it was very amazing to to see those children. Uh, personally, we don't know what they're going through, but but you can see in what their parents being there and all the support that they they have. That's there's really something deep that's going on there. But uh, I think it's just for us just to inspire them, just to to, to keep having faith in in just to, to go through another day of, in, in the life. Obviously the team always stands uh, to inspire hope and uh, being able to come to the hospital today and see all those kids and see them smile when we walk through was a great experience for me. Um, it's something that I can't really explain, um, but uh, yeah, it's always good to see other people smile as a result of your presence walking in. Rugby Sevens resumes in Hamilton, Kenya and South Africa, who are in the same pool, will be determined to get their campaigns off to the best possible start. England's Justin Rose will aim to defend his Farmers Insurance Open title when the tournament gets underway this week. Rose, who won the title by two shots over Australia's Jason Day in the 2019 edition at Tory Pines, has seen an upswing in his form of late and will look to start 2020 on a high. I just didn't like the way I was swinging the clock. I actually think it was a brilliant year, the way I look back at it. My statistics, um, ball striking wise, dropped off, but I putted great. I competed well. I felt like I, I had a chance to win the US Open. I was in the second last group in the Open Championship. And you know, with, with not having much game, I really felt like I competed well. And um, so, yeah, just, you know, if I'm which I have done, I'm beginning to feel really comfortable with my game again. So if I can kind of keep that level of competitiveness going and just up a couple areas of my game, then, you know, I should have another great year. 
Rose could expect a big charge from Tiger Woods. Woods is looking for an eighth farmer's insurance title with his last coming in 2013. Woods returns to golf after taking some time off after the President's Cup. Yeah, I didn't touch a club until, you know, after, well, I'll take that back. I did play on my birthday, and uh, uh, that was the only day I touched a club since the President's Cup. And just wanted to get away from it. Uh, I, was, uh, I was a little bit fried, <laughs> uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and uh, just wanted to have it all in. But uh, I played on my birthday with, with my son, and we had a great time. And um, very similar to what uh, I used to do with my dad on, on each and every one of, one of my birthdays when my dad was still alive. From Cypress, California, Tiger Woods. How do we measure greatness? In fist pumps, in roars, and in trophies. Where will you be when greatness strikes a record-breaking 83rd time? Next up on the PGA Tour, the Farmers Insurance Open. The action from Tory Pines is live on your World of Champions Supersport. On the back of an innings defeat in PE that sees England lead the Test Series 2-1, the Proteas increase the intensity in training. A player on the verge of a milestone is Quinton de Kock. 16 dismissals thus far this series and five more means he'll reach 200 Test dismissals. But this is what the SA keeper will be fine-tuning over the next two days. It's going to carry here. Um, with, uh, obviously, we expect quite a bit of bounce here, so... Um, I don't feel like there will be a couple of balls below my knees here. Um, so, you know, it's just a matter of adjusting. So, obviously, yeah, practice, I'll just practice specifically on catching balls above my head. You know, it was before his PR, I was doing a lot of balls, bouncing, bouncing the balls before me, practicing that. Um, so, no, it's just about being specific in the, in the practice and yeah, it should be good. With three half centuries and an average of 44 this series, Quinton de Kock for the Proteas is the leading run getter. And at this ground, it is one where he has had success in the past with 23 dismissals in four previous tests. It's also a venue where he's claimed one of his five test centuries. I remember that game. Uh, yeah, I think I think during the series before I made a couple of starts and uh, got out got out at the wrong times and it really irritated me and then I came back here and I really worked hard on one or two things and then yeah just for at that time um, I really wanted to score a big 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 hundred uh, or score big and yeah just to practice for it and actually do it was pretty awesome. While the Proteas decide on team selection with Rabada missing this final test, their record at the Wanderers since a broad-inspired demolition in 2016 reads victory over Sri Lanka by an innings and 118 runs in 2017. 2018 brought defeat to India by 63 runs and one of the highest margins of victory at this ground against Australia by 492 runs before South Africa secured a 107-run win over Pakistan last Last year, with De Kock named Player of the Match. I hope we win the game for a start, um, and quite and do it pretty convincingly. Convincingly, uh, anyway. But no, I think you know we. I think when we get up here, we need to rock up here with the right attitude. Um, you know, we need to be 
I think the team that's more hungrier to win on, on the day, they will they will come up on top. Um, so we're gonna have to be hungry and we're gonna have to fight uh, for every for every every ball, uh, batting or bowling. And yeah, we just gotta come with a good energy. It's do or die for the Proteas at Wanderers. With England 2-1 up in the series, South Africa will have to find success in the fourth and final test to salvage a draw. Catch day one live on your World of Champions. A fine century from 91 balls for SA Under-19 captain Bryce Parsons set his team up for a mammoth 349 for 8 from their 50 overs against Canada. He was well supported by Tyrese Carlson with an unbeaten 60 from 51 deliveries. A well-deserved half-century by Benjamin Carlitz was far from enough for his side as the Protea bowlers restricted Canada to 199 all-out, 150 runs short of the target. A big three-wicket win for New Zealand with Rhys Marius 86 guiding them to a victory over Sri Lanka, ensuring they keep their hopes of qualification alive in the group. Sri Lanka, though, has now lost two matches and sits bottom of the group. Afghanistan continued their good run of form with a crushing 160-run victory over the United Arab Emirates. Ibrahim Zadran's 87 and Ramanullah Khan's 81 provided a solid foundation, while a fifer by Shafiqullah Ghaffari dashed the UAE hopes in the chase. Pakistan made it two from two with a 38-run victory over Zimbabwe. Three half-centuries set Pakistan up for a big total, while accurate bowling by Tahir Hussain and Abbas Afridi restricted Zimbabwe. Australia and England do battle in Group B at the ICC Under-19 World Cup and you can catch the action from Kimberley on your World of Champions.